Welcome into the DNVR Rockies podcast. I am Patrick Lyons. I'm Susie Hunter. Patrick, what a night for dudes named Brenton Doyle last night. Wow. What an incredible game he, what a, what a show he put on. It was officially the Brenton Doyle game. Mm-hmm. Breaks out in such a major way. We'll talk about all the things he did. All five of the tools that he displayed article up on the DNVR.com right mm-hmm. now about all five of those tools. Bud Black talking about it. Charlie Blackman talking about it. We'll get to those quotes. Michael Tolia, what's his impact? What's his role going to be going mm-hmm. forward? Mike Moustakis against his old team, the against Cincinnati Against the team Reds. that's pl- paying his salary. That's it. <laughs> well, we'll talk a little bit about the matchup today. We've got another MLB debut, second from the Reds in as many days. More brawl out. That's brawl fallout, of mm-hmm. course. And we're going to have... Plenty of fun. But Susie, just it's great to see a guy have a wonderful game. Even better when it's a young guy who's celebrating only the third week anniversary of his call up yeah. on April 24th in Cleveland. Ha- hasn't even been up for a month and he is he has lit on fire. He hit that home run on his birthday and he just hasn't stopped since. I think he's tied now for third most home runs on the team with Ryan McMahon. He's got four. He's got the six stolen bases, which going back to April 24th, I think is tied for third most stolen bases in the National League. He is a dark horse for National League Rookie of the Year award. Has so much more way to go. Low key, low key, low yes. key, low. Key. Yeah, if we if we if we went like five deep on the Rookie of the Year award, he's like, oh yeah, he's definitely a fifth. But it's hard when there's only you know three guys who get votes. But um, doing an amazing job. Hits the two home runs, you know. So he he homered on Mother's Day, also mm-hmm. his birthday. So yes. you got. Back-to-back home runs. Love that. And then he hits the second one to center field. First one, opposite field, an oppo taco, which is impressive. And also appropriate because we got tacos. We did. Very appropriate. Very appropriate. I wonder, I have to check a spreadsheet or maybe ask Rocky's PR, how many tacos were earned on an oppo taco, on an opposite field home run? Huh. Probably, probably not very many. I wonder if, I don't know if they have a spreadsheet ready for that. They'd have to. They'd have to really dig. I need to. I need to start my own little company here of <laughs> baseball spreadsheets. Weird stats uh, that no one cares about. Weird stats. It's a little clunky. <laughs> it's a little bit long of a name, but we'll shorten it. Weird will definitely be in there somewhere. Also makes two really good defensive plays. Makes that diving catch mm-hmm. in the seventh inning. Gets the salute from Daniel Bard. Then in the ninth, he makes another sliding grab, and then very fitting. I asked him about it. Got a good smile from him. Yeah, I, I got to catch the final out. You know, like I want to strike out, but also, yeah, you want the ball hit to you at always. It's cool that the game ended. It, it revolved around him in this very close ball game, too. It was 9-7 in the ninth. Uh, so both of those catches in the seventh and the ninth were huge. He makes the final out. The Brenton Doyle game. Yeah, it is kind of crazy that that game got so close. Yeah. <laughs> it, that was such a Coors game, too, last night. Yeah, good point. Yeah. And it was kind of started by a, a Coors guy, like a... Not a journeyman because Connor Siebold's still very young in his career, but like a young guy. So it's not the the typical guy you see out there. Just throw something against the wall. Hopefully uh, it sticks. You know, but uh, despite the fact that uh, Connor Siebold did give up four earned runs, give up six runs, only four were, were earned defense. Little spotty there for sections uh, before Brenton Doyle's defense kind of took over, righted the ship just a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, Siebel did go four and a third innings pitched, 80 pitches, got three strikeouts, walked three, which is not like him. And what was really interesting, because we've seen so many young guys pitch here at, at Coors Field and, and for the Rockies, and Bud Black saying, yeah, you got to clean that up. If you're a big leaguer, you got to clean that up. Didn't say that about Connor Siebel. Almost mm-hmm. like a vote of confidence of like, 
That's a rarity. He's going to get a pass. Yeah, we'll talk about that. He knows he needs to work on that, but I'm cool with what he was able to go out there and do. So Mm -hmm. that's an interesting indicator. Jake Bird kind of got that vote of confidence from Bud Black last year. Siebold's now that guy where, you know what? You might not like the result of the four earned runs in four and a third innings pitch. You might not like the three walks, but Bud Black, and I think the entire staff is okay with it. And and Connor Siebold even said it post-game, like, yeah, the the team has told told me directly, like, They've got confidence in me. So hmm. he's a guy, he's a he's a staff member of that rotation going forward for the foreseeable future. Definitely. Well, I mean, I was gonna say slim pickings anyway. <laughs> Come on. I'll oh, be easy <laughs> no, now. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm sure that their confidence is well placed. <laughs> but also there are really no other options. There's also that too. Yes. There's also that. <laughs> yeah, buddy uh, did say before pregame on Monday, you know, Peter Lambert maybe gets that that fifth spot in the rotation before No Davis comes back. They also could just kind of uh, skip that spot in the rotation, right? They're off on Thursday. Mm-hmm. So they could just go back. So the, the starters will just get their typical four days of rest. So that's okay. You can still operate with the four-man rotation. Hunter Green only got four innings pitched through 96 pitches. His final pitch, 100.6 miles an hour. Finally got it up over the hundo mark. Sheesh. Yeah. Yeah. That what was- a way to end the night. Yeah, him. I was I was counting on a lot more gas. Like he mm-hmm. he warmed up really slowly, and it seemed like every pitch just got a little bit faster. Mm-hmm. Started getting in the ninety nines. Finally got over a hundred there. So he didn't totally light up the radar gun. I think as we uh, had expected, we did get to finally see Michael Tolia, who got called up uh, and got to see his UCLA Bruins teammate Matt McClain make his debut, get his first hit. Oh, that's they were, so funny. Yeah, they were both on the uh, the twenty nineteen UCLA Bruins. So Tolia's final year. McLean's first year. So that was kind of neat that both of those guys mm-hmm. coming back, making their 2023 debuts together. That is adorable. It's a beautiful story. That is beautiful. I think so. Uh, is is he going to be playing that much? Do we hope so? Is that is that a worry with Moustakis getting the start right away? It would be weird to call him up and not play him at first base. What are we doing? But the track record suggests... I mean, yes, of course, the track record with what we see from the Rockies is that you call up these young guys and then just let them hang out on the bench. Look, but I hope. Oh, my goodness. Sorry to interrupt you, but I hope seeing Doyle and everything he has done these past few weeks, just put Michael Tolley at first base for the love of God. Put him. Put him there. Just put him there. (laughs) Can you put him? Can you put him? Can you just put a guy? Just put a. Can a guy get a (laughs) first base? Can a guy get a put? Can a guy get a. What? Give him a put. Put him there. First base. Put him. All right. Um, <laughs> he did get put late in the game. Defensive replacement. So that was nice to see. Mm-hmm. Look, Susie, to be fair, Tolia, his debut there at Coors Field, debut with the Rockies. So it's been a while. It's been a few months since he's been at Coors Field. He needs to know where his parking spot is. These young guys, I don't know if you've, you've heard, but again, this is what the organization is saying. Mm-hmm. They need to learn how to ride the buses, fly on the planes, they need to know where the cafeteria is, all those things. Where do you get your Q-tips? Where do you park? And so these are the things that the young guys are learning from the veterans on the roster. Okay. So Tolia is learning. It was good to see him there. Mustakis gets to start at first. Immediately, Jonathan India gets a base hit. Time for a hug. Mm-hmm. The over-under, there were, I didn't notice too many hugs over there from Mike Mustakis, but nevertheless... He got a couple from his old teammates, and um, and he kind of gave the Reds and the entire city of Cincinnati a big hug in his first at-bat, didn't he? <laughs> a little bit. A swinging hug. A swinging hug. <laughs> big home run. I think that, that ended up being second deck. Like, he got 
all of that one. I didn't know he had it in him because that was that's massive. That yeah. was that went forever. You don't get the nickname Moose just because it happens to be the first syllable of your name. I mean, you do, but you also <laughs> keep it via second deck shots, yes. uh, which are always fantastic. And apparently, Red's Twitter is a thing. It is a thing, yeah. We, we put something out there, say, hey, is Red's Twitter a thing? And B, what would really be irksome to them? What would bother them? And what, comments lit up. I was going to say, what could bother them more than their own ownership? Yeah, there was a lot of ownership talk. Yeah. Uh, there was, you I know. I follow a lot of people on Red's Twitter because their life is so chaotic. You love Ohio is what? I do. I also love Ohio. Is <laughs> Ohio is probably in your top five states in the U.S. or 10? Oh, oh, definitely defi 10. Definitely in the top five. Let's but not be five? crazy. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'm well, such an Ohio girly. That's it. Well, you got to make sure you sign up and become a diehard because that's locked content. What are the other... Top five states in Susie's top five states. We're giving you one for free here on the DVR Sports Channel here on YouTube and on the podcast. But yeah, um, don't talk about the Skyline Chili. That was the thing that people were a little bit up I in like arms. I like Skyline Chili. I've never, I've never. It's had, also not never been. supposed to be chili. Like they named it as a goof, as a joke. And that's that's their joke. They can maybe talk trash about their own stuff. Oh yeah, but others can't. Mm -hmm. We can talk about a certain organization. <laughs> Being a certain Bryce, thing. you're not allowed to say that. Only we're allowed to say that. Kind of. So in the clubhouse yesterday, MLB Network was on and they were talking about... Oh, this said, isn't an ad read? No. Oh, okay. No, this is why you have to listen every minute because <laughs> even when we do ad reads, it's still fun and entertaining. You never fast forward. How do, Don't dare hit that 15 button. 15 with the swirling. Don't you dare. You will do miss not. so much. Um, yeah, what were... Yeah, because yesterday was my day off. I want to know what was going on in the clubhouse yesterday. The aftermath of the brawl. The prompt on MLB Network. I don't know what that show is where they sit around in front of off a green base? screen. MLB but it looks off like base? A, looks like a living room. Yeah. Is that it? Okay. So off base. And it was Jake Bird chirping was so blank and, you know, illegal. Eagle and bird, uh -huh. and just like silly puns and stuff, and you know everyone was kind of pointing and watching. They were they were watching some smirks, just like hey, you know we're they're talking about the thing. They weren't laughing at Jake or anything like that. Obviously, it's that's their boy. Um, but someone did kind of come up and and say, are they going to bring up Bryce Harper? Saying what he said about our organization, mm. they were not happy about that. Someone Ooh. was not happy about that. There's, well, good. They shouldn't be happy about that. There's also a, another certain someone on the 60-day IL, so there's 25 different players uh, that you could probably choose between to know who I'm talking about. I had to ask. I was like, you know, you're sitting on the bench, you're watching these games, you're being a good teammate. Does it get you more fired up during a big rally, during a you know, monster home run, back-to-back -back homers, which we haven't actually seen that literal thing happen yet, I think, yeah. this season, or a grand slam we haven't seen. Does that get you more fired up, or did does the, the brawl... And they, they said it was the brawl. I was like, I wanted to go out there so bad. But if I left the dugout, that's a $10,000 fine. For an injured player to leave the dugout, that's a $10,000 fine. That's a no-no. So that's oh, why you didn't wow. see certain players on the IL that were still around the ballpark coming out. That is a hefty fine that's for getting... You'd have to really want to be in that fight to spend $10,000 to be a part of it. Yeah, no, you, you can't. And <laughs> most of the guys that are on the 60-day IL... These are guys that are like barely even gone through arbitration. So they don't have that kind of scratch <laughs> they don't got lying that around. Kind, yeah. No, we did see uh, Herman Marquez walking around. We all kind mm -hmm. of like did a little, oh. I know. Like, Herman. Yeah. Yeah. 
had his had his arm in the sling. And did you know? I know I didn't. The whole procedure of how they do it. There, there's a lot I do know about Tommy John surgery, mm-hmm. but there was a lot that I didn't know. I, I thought they get a ligament from a cadaver. I think it depends on how good the ligaments are in your body. Okay. I think they would rather take them from your body. Okay. But yeah, we saw he had the the bandage on his his knee. Yeah. Where they took some ligament for his elbow. He's just a big old puzzle. And that and that hurt him more than his his elbow. Did, yeah, apparently. he was saying that the the knee where they took the ligament hurts more than his his elbow. Poor Armand. Yeah, poor being guy. so brave. He was limping. CJ Crone limping around. But Black did say probably they're hoping it'll be the minimum ten days mm-hmm. that Crone will be on the IL. But again, I mean, dude's still limping around. So I that's gonna be. I'm surprised. Quick recovery. He's still limping around. Yeah, and again, it, it's a lower back. It's a back spasm thing. But yet. There, there's mm-hmm. a limp going on to it. So they're Sucks. expecting him to kind of be the minimum. I'm reading between the lines, getting the sense that maybe Tolia might also be up here for the minimum once Crone gets back, which also makes sense. Mm-hmm. You do want him to get playing time down in AAA. Um, so that's the that, that makes a lot of sense. Do, were, you, were you hoping maybe for Nolan Jones, Montero, Tolia, or is it really was it just a toss up of like, look, all three of those guys probably deserve it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, all three of those guys are definitely doing well. It is nice to see Tolia up here again because we haven't seen him in a while. Yeah, yeah no, it, it was it was great. He's uh, he's all smiles. Loves being back with the boys mm-hmm. for sure. Big four runs, second inning. That was the Moose home run. Thanks for the $18 million check, Cincinnati Reds fans. Uh, I'm enjoying making like veteran league minimum over here in Colorado. The uh, Gritchick had a double, Castro single, Doyle double before his home runs, Chuck triple, second time the season, they hit for the cycle in one inning. Oh my gosh. Which is pretty cool. I do love that. I mean, I wish we had more homers for sure, but like I love that Rockies are actually succeeding at small ball. Yes. You know? You, you, on the road, you have to be able to do that, and they've mm-hmm. been. And so sometimes you got to do that at home a little bit to get the uh, to get the offense going. Tovar struck out four times last night. First golden Sobrero of his career. Looked it up. This was not a good look up of like, mm-hmm. uh oh, is he the youngest player to ever strike out four times? No, Roberto Mejia. Okay. That first season, <laughs> twenty one years old and like one hundred seventeen days or one hundred seventy days, okay. something like that. So he. Tovar does not have the record. And he would have to strike out six times to have a record because Mejia in that game struck out five times. So Tovar is very safe from having to worry about that. But still, um, I'm sure that was really frustrating, especially because he's been so incredible lately. So to have a night like that coming off of the past couple of weeks he's had, hate it for him, but I I think it's a one-off. Defense was rough, as we talked about, during the Mm 9-8 loss. There was uh, some bright spots, a downside. Bryant's error and ended up leading uh, to two unearned runs. There was a ball drop kind of in the triangle between between uh, shortstop, third base, and left field. Uh, but Bryant also had to outfield assist at third base. Love to see that. And Austin wins another caught stealing because that's what Rockies catchers do. It's amazing. Yes. I love that the Rockies catchers just are so good at that. Brandon Williamson makes his major league debut today, thrown to the Wolves. Coors Field is your major league debut. Wow. <laughs> wow. Tough scene. And Chase Anderson making his Rockies debut. I doubt, I'm sure we've seen more, but maybe it's a top 10 kind of thing of first start for one guy with a team and then first major league start. How many differences in career game starts? Because Chase Anderson, this will be his 184th career start. Wow. First with the Rockies, 
Brandon Williamson first with the Reds, but first in his career. Mm -hmm. So that's a big kind of uh, gap between a young guy and a 35-year-old veteran like Chase Anderson. Big, big difference. Yeah, we keep seeing these moments where it's like, you know, the extremes on one end, the extremes on the other end in terms of these... What a what a um what's the word I'm looking for? Juxtaposition. A, a juxtaposition. I love that word. There it is. I do like that word. And then while I'm thinking of it, uh, new guy Chase from Rocky's PR did some extensive research. I think it was uh, Brad Brad Deven on Twitter reached out and said, "Hey, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute." Michael Tolia, when he gets in the game, if Jerickson Profar is still in the game, that's two switch hitters. When was the last time the Colorado Rockies? Or any team, really, because it's, it's kind of a rarity. But the Rockies, mm -hmm. when was the last time they had two switch hitters in a lineup? Mm. 2016, Christian Adames and uh, Raphael Anoa. 2016. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, those are some names. That's a long time ago. Yeah. Those are some names already. It's a rarity. I think the Rockies <laughs> are in, like, the somewhere in the mid-30s of, like, all-time switch hitters. Mm -hmm. A lot of them are, are, like, relief pitchers, which is weird. Yeah, I think Yensei Almonte is considered a switch hitter. <laughs> Look at his player page. Yensei! Brian Shaw, switch hitter. Yensei Almonte could hit. He actually was a very good hitter. <laughs> I once saw a bunting drill, and he was like, he looked like a, a hitter. Like, the way he could bunt, all the rest of the pitchers in this bunting drill was like, yeah, you're a pitcher. Like, you're, you're, you're a PO. Pitcher <laughs> only. That's it. You're, you're not an athlete. You know what I mean? I always wonder, the total side note, though. I've been thinking about this so much. I'm like, do you think... Pitchers miss hitting. <laughs> Do you think National League pitchers miss having to hit? Yeah, I, we're getting I to. I feel a, like no, probably not. We're gonna. I wonder when we get to a point, and someone will be keeping an eye out for it. There will be more pitchers that have never hit mm -hmm. than pitchers who have hit. Did we talk right? about this on the show already? Something like that. I think I think I might ways. have mentioned this the other day. <laughs> not not from that angle. Not from that this angle. We're, we're keeping it fresh. Yeah. But it's still something <laughs> worth talking about. Like again, there's gonna be a generation of fans that go. Wait, they allowed those guys who just throw pitches and have surgeries and they miss a year and a half? Like, they let those guys stand up there with a bat? That's not a, that's not a great recipe for entertaining baseball. No. We've, we've kind of got it figured out. And we've got the recipe right here at the DNVR bar at the corner of Colfax in York. Now it's an ad read. Deliciousness. The menu is amazing. Yes. The vibes are amazing here at Baby Ball. Now doors opening at 3 o'clock. Get here early for pregame kale i mean wow are you like you probably didn't need to have any coffee today because you're just amped up from from the moment that you woke up knowing what the vibes are going to be like here even with the game going on downtown in denver we've got baby ball right here the next best thing yeah it's gonna be freaking crazy tonight in the the best way um yeah and i uh may have accidentally incited uh some lakers fans so come show out if you're a nuggets fan please yeah kale tweeted earlier today do not come to the bar if you're a lakers fan you can go to literally any other bar just don't come to this one um and it is uh, getting attention but also like i stand by that like yeah. this is like there's so many other bars you can go to if you're there's a lakers fan literally a million lakers bars in town we're a nuggets bar like yeah. it's just that simple well that's the thing is that you have to make it clear because words mean things and mm -hmm. so you could say oh dnvr obviously denver sports we're a nuggets bar you also have to make it clear not a lakers bar Mm -hmm. Like, we're not a Nuggets and kind of Lakers if you needed to. Don't. No, no, no. We are a Nuggets bar and not a Lakers bar. Listen, if you are a Nuggets fan and, like, let's say you have a good friend who's a Lakers fan and you just want to watch the game with them, you want to bring, bring them along, like, this is not 
your place. One. This is not your place. You're allowed to bring one Lakers. No, fan. you're not allowed to bring oh, any. Oh, not not now. You're right. No, you can't. If you're watching a, if you're able to civilly watch a Laker, or the Nuggets Lakers mm -hmm. with a Lakers fan, you're not. You're not for. This is not your place. No, not go somewhere not your else. Place. You know, Mike Mustakis. Not welcome tonight at the bar with his even, Kobe Bryant jersey. I don't jersey even want to talk about it. his Lakers it. shorts. I don't want to talk Mike, about Moose, it. Mike, Moose, sorry, dude. Look, any other day, you are welcome here in studio. We'll have to have him in. He's a good time. Um, again, diehards, you're getting 15% off food and drink here at the bar, 20% off all the gear at dnvrlocker.com. And you're getting a free shirt each and every year. That new one, it's always sunny on 20th uh, in, in Blake. is, is absolutely a, a good shirt. Absolutely amazing. It's a great shirt. You know, it's a great company to consult if you need some help. When you go to court, Bacchus and Shanker. Bacchus and Shanker. They have been doing it for 25 years or more. They get the job done. They are better than 12 and 7 since April 24th. They, they've won their clients <laughs> over $1 billion. That's because the folks over at Bacchus and Shanker. Bacchus and Shanker. They've got over 100 folks on staff, 30 lawyers that are working with them. Absolutely amazing. And the best part about the folks over at Bacchus and Shanker. Bacchus and Shanker. Is that there's no upfront fee to speak to them <laughs> about your case. There's no free to work on your case, no fees until they win some money for you. And they're going to help you out with cases uh, and accidents that weren't your fault, whether it's a car accident, motorcycle accident, bike accident, ride shares. These are things now they can help you out even if you've been injured at work. So give them a call, all Alexi Amaristas, 222 2 or Daza's. We gotta find out. Hold on, guy. I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Daza should be down in Albuquerque now. Number four, Jonathan Daza. Is that the number? I looked it up. Yeah. Oh, you did. Okay. <laughs> I, I did. I put it in the back of the memory. So again, we don't want to confuse people. All Alexi Amaristas. Two 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 to find out if you have a case for free because you know who wins. Vegas and Shanker. Volo Sport <laughs> has the best bowling leagues around. We didn't get a dub last night for Team DNVR. That's okay, but you can have some free drop-ins that they've got going on. They had the big launch party for Cinco de Mayo. They got some leagues that take place right here at the bar. It's amazing, all the different sports and different gatherings that they have, new ones each and every month. It's absolutely amazing, and the best part is when the adults pay to play, the kids get to play for free. Thanks to the Volo Kids Foundation, a separate 501c3 that provides free sports camps for kids. So you're doing something good. You're helping yourself out. You're helping out some kids. You can do kickball, soccer, volleyball, bocce ball, cornhole. Absolutely amazing. Wonderful time. Rhino, up, Uptown, City Park, Highlands, Sloan's Lake, all over Denver. Check it out. The folks over at Volo Sport. I love it. I got to say, when the Volo people come in after their games, oh, all different, different nights of the week, it is like so much fun in this bar. Yeah. <laughs> Very much fun. Also fun, got to know. Okay. Susie, these new Cincinnati Reds City Connect uniforms. Cincinnati joined the City Connect fam. We have similar takes, which is it? they are... Good. I like them a lot. I like them. I like them a lot. I think like a lot of them, Joey Votto mugging it up there for the camera. Mm -hmm. You got the Cincy going across the front in all caps. The Y is kind of a lowercase Y. It goes good with that font. Hunter Green looking amazing there. Um, you can even see the the letter C that they're used stylized, especially for the cap. Mm -hmm. Jonathan India. I love the 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 shading on the numbering on the back. 
looks really sharp. I do too. Yeah, I know. What a great podcast. We agree on this thing that we're doing a whole segment on. <laughs> Apparently the, the names and the numbers are illuminated with flashes of infrared color is what they're calling it. So that's cool. Um, Tyler Stevenson. They also have the little piece of rope kind of going on the, the top of the cap like we saw mm-hmm. last year in the Field of Dreams game, like that old school style. I like that for them because they do have such a, like Cincinnati in general is just such an old school style club that I love that, that little hint of it. First professional uh, baseball franchise, Cincinnati Red Stockings. And there you can see the Junta Javant, which is actually the official motto of Cincinnati strength in unity. So I thought they did a great job. Nothing over the top of, you know, symbolism for things. Just, just nice. First I saw it, I go, Okay, and then the more I look at it, I, I, I like them a lot. But yeah. enough about looking. Let's try reading and, and pronouncing. <laughs> because the Cincinnati Reds ha- have their own interesting, unique take on the pron- pronunciation guide. Because we get them. Here's how to pronounce names. Sometimes it takes years. We are still about a year and a half away from people pronouncing Eleoris Montero's name right. That's actually <laughs> the proper pronunciation. But it's Eleoris Montero. The Reds go above and beyond. They say, why don't you just say your name for us? So we're going to go through nine guys. Nine? Well, because, you know, not baseball. And in honor of batting around coming up here in a second. Uh, We're going to look at nine. Let's start with, uh, I haven't, I I didn't think of this one, this out exactly. You need to see the name. The first baseman for the Cincinnati Reds is... Let me oh, that's right. You've got the outline, so you can I look do have at an that. Outline. The first, we're starting off from easy to increasingly more difficult. I think you're gonna actually do a lot better than this. Are we starting? Don't with, overthink. Are Number we starting one. with young Joseph Votto? That's right. Pronunciation being Joey Votto. Joey Votto. Joey Votto. Joey Votto. Now, uh, these are so weird. If you listen to it on the podcast, you're like, oh, you're just hearing the guy pronounce his name. But it's really funny seeing the guys in front of the green screen. Joey Votto's kind of making love to the camera with his eyes, though. We, I don't need to see that again. But did you get that sense? Kale, Kale got uh, the no. sense. I did. Um, uh, been I outruled. wish we did something more with the green screen. The fact that these on a green screen, we could have done, done so much. We got 24 more hours until this series <laughs> is over, and they haven't gone to Cincinnati just yet. All right, how about number two on our list, catcher? Kurt Casali? I, I think it might be Kurt Casali. Is it Casali? So, I, I don't know. Let's find out. Know. Kurt Casali. Kurt Casali. All right, so it's Sally. So Sal. Okay. So it is Sally. Okay. Number three. This one could go one of two ways. I've heard it different ways. Is it? It's Senzel. It's Nick Senzel. Yes, I think it is. Yeah. I originally went with Senzel, but I think it is Nick Senzel. We agree. Nick Senzel. Nick Senzel. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we got it. It's, it's weird, right? These this are weird, weird, Patrick. I love Why it. are I watched, you doing that? I watched all of these yesterday morning. Before the game. Patrick, you're weird. (laughs) This is is entertaining. I like this. All right. Number four. I don't know if you know this. This guy is kind of new. It's uh, Lodolo. Nick Lodolo. I think think we got that right. Let's find out. Nick Lodolo. Nick 
Lodolo. <laughs> he what? A, he's such a child. Too. He's a beanpole, just with his hands holding his little piece of paper oh all tight. Oh my gosh. Yes. All right. So we're we're doing this really is like well. Making me like uh, like uncomfortable. Like I'm getting like secondhand embarrassment. <laughs> <laughs> For them. For them. All right. Yeah. I, I we'll see if they watch. We picked up a lot of Phillies fans. We'll see if we get some uh, Cincinnati Reds fans here. Um, all right. Number five on this list. This one is it. Maley. Luke. Maley. Yes, I believe I, that's what I'm going to go with as well. Mm-hmm. Luke. Maley. Luke Maley. Yeah. Maley. I wasn't sure if it was Molly, but Maley. Okay, all right. We got it. Okay. Here we got the new, uh, he just switched his number to 69, number six on our list. Nice. (laughs) (laughs) Why did I even bring it up? (laughs) (sighs) When did he switch his number? Yesterday. No way. So much has happened. Are you serious? The one day you take a day off. So much happened. Shit always goes down when I take a day off. The Actually, dinger incident yeah. that happened when I took a day off would have never happened if I was at the park. I'm trying to and think. now this was the score nine six at one point yesterday. No, it was nine seven. I, I don't know. But uh, anyway, know. number six on our list, Silvino Bracco. I originally thought that. I'm pretty sure it's Bracco. Silvino Bracco. Let's find out. Silvino Bracco. Oh, okay, okay. Silvino Bracco. I would love to know why he chose number sixty nine. Yeah, because in the picture there. That's why you got to watch DMVR Sports Channels for your Silvino Bracho content. Mm-hmm. It says 82 in spring training. Yeah, Interesting. This is exciting. Are, are you going to the visitors' clubhouse to ask some follow up questions today? <laughs> By the way, <laughs> yesterday Kevin and I decided we need to send you to Philadelphia since the Rockies don't play the Phillies. You're gonna have to cover like a Phillies Giants series, catch up with Gabriel. Mm-hmm. Also ask uh, Bryce. Now you said everyone was a loser in the organization. <laughs> Chris Bryant's there. Is Chris Bryant a loser in your, your opinion? Comments. So you yeah, got because they're, you gotta, you they're buddies. I saw up. you guys were talking about this yesterday. You get a free trip coming up. You know what I mean? On the company's dime, I think. This Better. is the big story. All right, number nine. Um, okay. I'm going to... I'm gonna. Busenitz? Alan Busenitz? I thought it was... I know what it is now, but I thought it was something different. I don't know what I thought, but I, I don't have this one, so I'm going to give myself an X on that. Let's see what Alan's real last name pronunciation is. Alan Boosnitz? Alan Boosnitz? Boosnitz. 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 Like, you know how you like you pick nits? Like you're like you're you're being very particular and you're picking out something small. I feel little like we nits. just I feel like we just skipped over so many syllables in that name. But that's kind his of. name, so it's not my business. Like you might pick nits and you're like, oh, you know, I, I preferred this Breck brew over that one. And really, it's like any of them are really good. No, not an ad read. All right, number eight. Thank you for clarifying. Um, I know this one, so I have to. Yeah, this is a. These, some of these names, I'm like. We're getting hard. We guys? got two left. These are hard. Um, Double points. Ian Gabot. I would have said Gabo, but it's actually. Ian Gabot. Ian Gabot. Gabot. <laughs> I don't think there's a T, but the way he said his Jibot? name, it was Ian Gabot. Ian Gabot. Okay, we need that one more time, Kale. Hold on. Ian Gabot. Ian Gabot. Yeah, no, there's no T. It's like French. Okay. Ingibo? Ingibo. So he kind of made it Italian, even though it's these French. Are, these are very, um, these, some of these names are getting really mumbly. This one's <laughs> the hardest one. I think you got the first one is in your wheelhouse. The first name you got in your wheelhouse. Give a little flair on the last. Is it River San Martin? Let's play it. River San Martin. River San Martin. You got it. I, you a, got that's that. A, that's a good name. I like that name. I, we knew the River from last year. Mm-hmm. But I think the, the the white white name the white way is just San Martin, right? You just 
You're like, come on, you yeah. put some inflection on the name. No, 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 no. So you nailed I, that I'm one. I'm picking up what he's putting down. You did. You got the last one. That was worth the most points. That is why you are a winner. In fact, all y'all can be the winner out there when you go to Game Time Tickets because you use code DNVR, you save $20 off your first purchase. I've got some family coming to town. The worst possible time, Yankees series. But they're kind of, they're from Jersey, so they're used to paying those prices. Yeah. But now they're going to use code DMVR, so they're going to save $20 off probably one of the more expensive series right now that's that's going. But the other thing is, too, if you don't want to go ahead and, and lay out those kind of funds because you want to go to a couple cheaper games maybe before then, probably tonight's going to be a, a cheap one on a Tuesday night. We only had 20000 for the Reds last night. I, I don't think anyone's coming to the Rockies game tonight because oh, yeah. the Nuggets are in town and they're playing at the same time as the Rockies. Okay. No one's going to the so Rockies game here's tonight. Here's the thing. So if for some reason you don't like baseball, this is the time to scoop up all those tickets everyone wants to get rid of. So I think we're going to go over 20,000 in attendance tonight because Kale knows this. The 10,000 child choir in Denver, right? I believe <laughs> you're familiar with it. Uh, Kale actually sung on it uh, from ages six to nine. If you're it's, talking about the Colorado Children's Crowd, which isn't 10,000, but it's a couple hundred, I was a part of the Colorado Children's Crowd. Yeah, it's now 10,000. <laughs> and all 10,000 of those kids will be in left field. They have all been forced to buy a ticket. We are getting over 20,000 tonight at Coors Field, Kale. It's not happening. <laughs> We're going to have like 15,000 people tops at this game. Should we should we count tonight? Is this a count game? <laughs> we might just have to split up sections. Okay. Or do you go, I'll take lower level, you got... Yeah. You take lower bowl, I'll take upper levels. We're going to have to count. We're going to have to figure this out. Do we, do we need to do tickets? We need to give out like raffle tickets so we know to like mark people. To, so that we know, oh, you've already been counted. No, you just, you just draw a check mark on their head. And keep going. Got it. Or a piece of chalk. In fact, that's where the term mark comes from in wrestling because it was a carnival thing. Someone would come in. They would buy their ticket. They would open their wallet up. I don't know what that means. Well, you, you feel like you, I feel like you would enjoy carny culture, right? Coming Absolutely not. No? You don't support carny culture? No. Really? What? Part of my vibe it would have given you that that indication. I figured you would have ran a dunk tank or two in your lifetime, maybe. No. Never? No. You never got it on like a rickety Ferris wheel somewhere? and Not the rickety King of ones. Prussia Mall or something King like that? King of Prussia Mall's never had a, a Ferris wheel. Yet. That's not the vibe there either. All right. <laughs> um, but yeah, use, use code DNVR, $20 off that first purchase. And again... If but was this an ad read for? I don't know. I'm out. Uh, no, no. It was game time tickets. No. <laughs> game time. Yes. And watch on like three hours of sleep. What I was getting back to was go to a bunch of cheap games, wait for the Yankees series or Angels or the Detroit Tiger series. That's big because it's fireworks. But here's the thing. Wait until the start of the game or start of any event. The closer you wait, the prices start going down. In fact, Kale, I mean, are you, I mean, you're probably going to be here, but I'm sure you know a lot of people who are going to be hanging around Ball Arena tonight, kind of going, it's going to be a 50-50 crapshoot, but if you wait close and you're hanging around by Ball, you could actually snipe some tickets a lot lower than what they are currently at this moment. It might be the only affordable way to go to the games, this yeah. this series, just because of how crazy the uh, the ticket prices are for Nuggets Lakers. So yeah. I would definitely like, game time's going to be your best friend this series if you're a Nuggets fan wanting to go. 
It's true. You heard it here first, folks. Yeah, game time tickets. It makes it very affordable. And FOCO makes it affordable to be a fan. Mm-hmm. Set up your man cave. Set up your little podcast studio. Anything that you got going on because FOCO has got stuff from all of the sports, all of the teams, all of the colleges and universities. It's amazing. We've got a wonderful bobblehead here on set. The entire background like, is has helped given us that vibe. It's the brick wall. Yes, it's the neon lights. It's the pennants. But it's also the bobbleheads, the miniature helmets, the caps that you see all around at the bar here. Um, it's it's foco.com. That's where you got to go. And use code DNVR for 10% off all non-presale items at foco.com. Mark saying in the chat, um, you seem like you would buy into the cotton candy vibe of a carnival. I mean, cotton you, candy's fine. Yeah. Would you go if... If you hadn't had cotton candy in a while and you're like, oh man, there's a, you hear about the whole big MLB cotton candy shortage. The only place you can get it these days, <laughs> look, supply chain, the only place you can get it, carnival. Are you swinging by a carnival after two years without cotton candy to get yourself some cotton candy? I don't think I've even eaten cotton candy in like more than a decade. Folks, we got a lot of homework well, to do. It's just sugar. Like, it doesn't taste like anything exciting. And I don't love food coloring. So, uh, I kind of, cotton candy's not my go to. It's naturally pink, Susie. I don't know just from the <laughs> cotton candy food. Not to be like a party pooper, but like, you know, I'm not big on food coloring. No. No. All right. Have you ever seen those videos of raccoons trying to eat cotton candy? <gasps> no, but I, that, sound, that sounds up my alley. So, spoiler, <laughs> they like to clean their food. So they take the cotton candy, <gasps> oh. they wash it in the water, and they're like, whoa, what the? Because I just took the, and why is there no? Oh, that actually makes me so sad. That <laughs> breaks my heart. Well, you The maybe, poor raccoons. Cheer, cheer yourself up. Okay. Cheer me up. Cheer the, the audience at home right now. <laughs> so see, let's oh play gosh. a lung clearing game of batting around with graphics. I, yes, with graphics. I love this. Kale, you crushed this. It's great. This is beautiful. Hey, thanks. Um, all right, so we're going to give you nine headlines, and Patrick, you are going to be our official scorer as we ban around. You might have to put a pitch clock on me. You I know might, I mean? actually. That could be a new well, bit. Also, like, we got to be at the ballpark kind of soon, so. This show should have been over two minutes this ago. This show actually should have been. We're having too much fun. We're, having, we're enjoying the chat. <clears throat> all right, here we go. Uh, the Miami Marlins called up 20-year-old top prospect Yuri Perez straight from double A and uh, Sandy Alcantara, the reigning Cy Young award winner picked him up from the airport. Did he really? Yeah. That's, <laughs> Isn't that awesome? Um, that's a base hit. That's a base hit. Not, okay. not, not crazy. It's a base hit. Those guys are buddies. He kind of was, uh, Alcantara was a part of the, the announcement for Yuri Perez that, Hey, you're not going up to Jacksonville. You're going all the way up to the big leagues. So that's cool. Next week. I think Perez is lined up to make a start at Coors field. I've done the research. He will be the youngest starter in wait. Now I think Julio Urias did it at 19. Now I'm second guessing myself. Definite top five. You You got to be there for that game next week. That'll be a good one for sure. All right, base hit. Now, next up, Lars Nupar is apparently very famous in Japan now after his appearance with Team Japan in the WBC. That's a that's a double off the Breidich barrier run scores from first base. What? Yeah, no, I love An that. An RBI double? I was talking with some folks yesterday. Lars Nupar, if you made a list of like your, your top 50 favorite players or guys like you root for, He's going to be on a lot of people's lists. Mm-hmm. Like he's not going to be missing because of the World Baseball Classic being on Team Samurai on Sunday night. His mom pops into the Zoom 
Did you see that? I saw that. That He's was like, actually so sweet. My so mom's wholesome. my best friend. He gets choked up and you go... This guy is awesome, and he's the only guy that can give Nolan Arenado shit. Like, they're buddies. I love Lars that. Lars Nubar, top 50 baseball guy to root for. Double off the wall. Uh, okay, okay. Double off the wall for I love Mr. Nubar. I love that. All right, so right now we've got one run scored so far. So this no is outs. Good. Four. One guy on base. Four four runs, I think, is the most we've scored here. So <laughs> you're picking out some good stories so far that okay. I like. Okay. Uh, did you hear that Mookie Betts, when the Dodgers were playing in Milwaukee, had to rent an Airbnb because he did not want to stay at the team hotel, which is reportedly pretty haunted? That's a strikeout right there. <gasps> I, I think it's a funny story. Uh, apparently... I think it's called the Fister Hotel in Milwaukee. <laughs> Hilarious. And that is actually the exterior that's used for Laverne and Shirley. Oh my gosh, I did not know that. I yes. loved Laverne and Shirley. Same. It's I, I was looking up some stuff and I'm like, oh, I wonder if the Airbnb he's staying in is Laverne and Shirley's old place. Went down the rabbit hole and learned like, actually, no, he's, he could be staying in Laverne and Shirley's place at the Fister Hotel. Instead, he's going someplace else. So Mookie, sorry, Manny, you struck out on that one. Wow. It's a fun story um, though. Okay, how about this? Uh, so when uh, the Royals were in town in Milwaukee next, Vinny Pasquatino did stay, but he had his mom stay in the room with him because she <laughs> is very into paranormal activity, but she also keeps the ghosts away from him, he said. Ooh, so it was I like Mother's like Day, but it was like a niche thing that they could both appreciate. RBI single. That oh. Run scores from second. That's a single. I like that. That's very wholesome. Vinny Pasquantino, another one of those guys where you go, every time you see him, he's doing something funny, very likable, very down to earth. What's more down to earth than being a professional baseball player going to a different city and being like, you know who I want as my roommate tonight? My mom. My mom. That's wholesome. That's very wholesome. All right. <laughs> uh, one out, two runs have scored so far. We got one man on base. Here we go. All right. Did you hear uh, former high school teammates uh, faced each other at uh, Progressive Field in Cleveland, Tanner Bybee and Patrick Sandoval? Oh. The duel, And then it was a pitcher's duel going into the eighth. It was pretty they, exciting stuff. Did they go to the same high school at the same time or they were just from the same high school? They I'm were just, teammates. Really? Yes. Yeah. I was going to say Sandoval might be 27, 28 ish, but even still, Bybee is like 24. So, yeah, maybe mm -hmm. freshman, senior. Ooh, I do like that one. Um, it's it's gonna be uh, it's it's gonna be a, a five three ground out, but the runner does advance to second base. He was stealing on the pitch. I like that. I, I, I didn't <laughs> like it enough for it to be a base hit, but runner did move up. So that story did the job and advanced the runner playing small ball on that. Okay, okay, all right. I'm into it. I'm <laughs> into it. Got to keep scoring. Like, why are you making this so difficult? Wasn't a base no, hit. No, it's fine. We got two outs now, Advanced and we still runner. have we still have a lot of lineup left. Oh, okay. So. Here we go. You avoided the double play, which is the big thing. Yes. Oh gosh, because then the game would be over. Um, <laughs> Zach Greinke became the fifth pitcher to strike out 1,000 different batters. It's and also I did not realize his 20th major league season. Yeah, he, he has just been around forever. I think he pitched at age nineteen. I think he was up. He was up real early, uh, and didn't really give a care that. Also, I, I doubt. I doubt he's keeping track. Although, when you think about it, if anyone were to have a list on their wall of names, and we're going to cross it out using red lipstick, it would be someone like Zach Greinke. I'm of <laughs> course. Uh, 
what am I referencing? Billy Madison, right? Oh, okay. Steve Buscemi. Um, the list, and then he puts the lipstick on. All right. Um, hey, pitch yeah, clock is running. Uh, I'm gonna, <laughs> yeah, that's a violation. So the, technically that should be an out. Uh, that's, a, that's a base hit, but the run does not score. First okay. and third. Infield was playing, was playing in tight. All right. Good to know. Okay. Um, uh, how about this next piece of news? Um, so this happened on Friday. Uh, Cedric Mullins hit for the cycle, mm. which was very exciting. Yep. But when he hit uh, that triple, that was the first time uh, we got to see the birdbath celebration where an entire section of Camden Yards gets sprayed with water. It's only fitting that that's a triple. Two run score on that. I like that a lot. Uh, I saw that. Did that happen last night or was that over the weekend? Um, I saw the hose last Cedric night. Cedric Mullins hit a home run last night, but this happened on Friday. Okay, so the cycle, I, 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 I vaguely heard that one, but I didn't see the hose until last night. And I thought, there you go, taking something from the dugout, bringing it to the fans, that is, making that connection. Perfect. That is what you should be doing. That is exactly what you should be doing. If mm -hmm. only there was a podcast that had that kind of fun that you could take and deliver it to the people. Patrick, this is going to sound so crazy, but you're in that podcast. <gasps> you're in it. You're Let's living go. it. You're living it. All We're right. It. We got to get to the next man up. Cal Raleigh, a.k.a. Big Dumper, became the first catcher to homer from both sides of the plate at Fenway Park in their entire 112-year history. Base hit, obviously the run from third base scores very easily. I was shocked about this. Kenneth Weber was uh, next to me in the press box last night. He mentioned it, and I go, Jorge Posada never did it. Uh, Jason Veritek never did it. Yeah, never like, did it. That was that was very surprising. Yeah. I, I don't know if I need to. I wonder how many guys have done it at Coors Field, catchers or otherwise, mm -hmm. switch hit home run. I don't have an easy way of looking that up, but um, – We'll see. Maybe Tolia. Maybe Profar. Profar's got a two-home run game. He was the last one to do it before Doyle yesterday. Yeah. So maybe we'll uh, we'll see one of those. Rare occurrences. Rare like occurrences. That. All right. It's uh, We've got five runs scored in this inning. Pretty Whoa, good. Pretty wow. good. Two outs, though. Okay. Last guy up. Here we go. Aaron Boone. We got a video that goes along with this one. Aaron Boone had a... Uh, got ejected. <laughs> But he threw his gum in anger, and StatCast actually picked it up. Fires the gum. Let's see the gum form. What do you think about the uh, delivery? Side one. Yeah. yeah. I did not see the video with the StatCast. <laughs> that's amazing. I love that. I did think of, um, that's a base hit, but no run score on that play there. It's just, I guess but hey, time ran out. I, guess I don't know what? how the inning ends exactly. Inning is still alive. Next guy's coming up. Um, We're batting around. I actually thought of the with the gum throwing. I'm like, you should do. Uh, there's a good guy. There's a guy on, on TikTok that does like reaction videos of like something weird, and mm -hmm. then it's him doing like reaction, like he's hanging out with the crew. That would be like a good reaction video of you on the field, and you throw. <laughs> you see Aaron Boone throwing the gum, and you know take a piece of gum, you maybe crunch it up in your hand, and okay. I throw it at you, and it hits you in the forehead, and you like flip the clips together. Would that be entertaining? Do not throw Aaron, gum at me. It'll get stuck in my hair. And it would my be hair Aaron Boone. Everything. It would be Aaron Boone. Neither of you can throw gum at me. It, I, that's why I'm crunching up with hands. So it's got no His moisture too to expensive, it. It's expensive, you know? Oh. Is that right? Yeah, it is. You know who, whose hair? I wonder how expensive, uh, if he did anything with it, Denelson Lamette. Haircut. Yeah, his hair's short now. Also, had to ask him, because this is an article worthy. <laughs> I go, when was the last time you got a haircut? He's like... I think he said seven or eight years. No, I think he might even said a decade. And I go, mm -hmm. so wait a minute. 
This is the first haircut of your big league career? Did the old look away? Yeah, I guess so. First haircut huh. ever for Denelson Lamette as a big leaguer. That's really funny. So I went into baseball reference to find out how many players had ever got their first haircut. No, I didn't. But maybe tonight, if you follow us on Twitter, <laughs> like, we'll talk about leave. it. Like, at DNVR underscore Rockies. We'll pick up that conversation at Patrick okay. D. Lyons is where I'm going to be talking about haircuts on Twitter. Uh, you can find me <laughs> at the Susie Hunter, not just on Twitter, but on every dang platform. This has been bonkers as it always is. But you know what they say about Bonkers podcasts. Patrick, what did they say? It's only as good as your next Bonkers <laughs> show. So we will talk to you on Wednesday post-game, maybe with a little green screen action on those Cincinnati Reds right here on the DVR Sports Channel, live on YouTube.